Veeam, radical resilience starts here. This is your tech news briefing for Tuesday, February 28th. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Social media has been a fixture of our digital lives. A key feature of social media? It's free. But more and more platforms are offering new subscription services. The hope is to improve the experience for users and generate some revenue for themselves. So what are each of the platforms offering? And is this a sea change for the social media market? Our tech reporter Megan Bobarowski is with us today to break that all down. That's after these headlines. Canada has become the latest country to ban TikTok from government-issued devices. The U.S. federal government, some states, and the European Commission also barred the app. Some have expressed concerns that the platform's owner, Beijing-based ByteDance, could force TikTok to hand over data on its users or influence the videos they see. A spokeswoman for TikTok said the company is disappointed by Canada's decision and that it was made without contacting the company to discuss any specific concerns. A new tool to help young people remove explicit images of themselves online or block such photos from being shared was released on Monday. The tool, known as Take It Down, was launched by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. A young person who appears in an explicit image, even if they are over 18 now, or their parents, can submit an anonymous report about the photos or videos and have them removed from certain participating platforms. Our reporter Ginger Adams-Otis explains how it works. The app finds a way to basically look at the image, make a description of the image or video, and translate that into a computer code. They call it a hash value. And it's essentially a computer language that the app then takes and it leaves the images on your phone or your device so nobody else is going to get them. And then they will use that hash value, that code, to communicate across participating platforms. And when they get a matching description back, they'll understand that that image matches this code and so that image must be removed. Initial funding was provided by Meta. Its subsidiaries, Facebook and Instagram, are also among the participating tech apps, a Meta spokeswoman said. Other participants include OnlyFans and MindGeek, the parent company of Pornhub. And Snapchat has become the latest company to release a new artificial intelligence feature on its platform. Its parent company, Snap, unveiled a new experimental chatbot powered by OpenAI's Buzzy technology. The feature, called MyAI, is designed to help answer users' questions and generate ideas in the chat tab on the app. And it's only for users of Snap's $3.99 a month subscription service. Speaking of social media subscriptions, how much would you be willing to pay to make your social media experience a little bit better? More and more platforms are hoping to cash in. We'll explain why after the break. Build a stronger future with Veeam, the global leader in data protection and ransomware recovery. Protect and restore any workload, anywhere, anytime, instantly, and get comprehensive recovery and tailored solutions that scale with you. Visit VEEAM.com to learn more. Veeam, radical resilience starts here.
social media platforms from Facebook and Instagram to Twitter and Snapchat want users to sign up for something new. Subscriptions. If users want more reach, more security, better access to customer service, they'll need to pay for it. But will users pay for something that's been free since its start? With me to discuss why the platforms are doing this and what each subscription costs and offers is WSJ Tech reporter Megan Bobarowski. Hi, Megan. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I want to get into what these subscriptions look like, what the companies are actually offering. But first, can you tell us why they're using the subscription model? Yeah, so for a long time, social media companies stayed away from subscriptions completely and, you know, said, our apps are free and we will have ads in them. And the way that we're going to make money is from you seeing these ads. And so for a long time, that was the business model. But in the last year or two, there's been a couple of things that have happened in the digital ad market. I mean, a lot of these companies are revenue growth is slowing a lot and in some cases has even declined year over year. There's inflation, there's fears of a recession. And because of that, brands are pulling back on ad spending. And then there's also Apple in 2021 changed their policy settings. So that made it harder to show people specific ads that might give appeal to them and that they might actually click on and, you know, buy something from, which is, you know, what they want you to do. Right. So targeted advertising not paying out as much as it maybe once did for some of these social media platforms. Let's talk about what some of the subscriptions offer. Twitter was kind of the first mover in this space. What does its Twitter Blue subscription offer? So Twitter actually originally launched their subscription, Twitter Blue, in 2021. And that, at the time, didn't include the blue check verification mark that it now does, but it offered, um, you know, the ability to undo tweets up to 30 seconds. From estimates that we saw at the time, it wasn't super popular, but when Elon Musk bought Twitter, that was one of the things that he pretty immediately did was revamp Twitter Blue and change the pricing. And so it's $8 on the web and $11 on an iOS device. Why is it different if you buy it on the web compared to buying it on the app? Sure. Historically, if you buy something in an app on an iOS device on basically Apple's iOS operating system, they take a cut of that. And so Twitter and Meta are basically saying, okay, you can buy that in the app, but we're sort of passing the cut that Apple takes onto consumers. Okay, so Twitter expanded its subscription offering. Meta, on the other hand, just came out with a new subscription. What is it offering? Last week, Meta announced that they will also be introducing a subscription offering. They're testing it right now in Australia and New Zealand, and theirs cost $11.99 on the web and $14.99 on an iOS device. And it's either or Facebook or Instagram. So if you want to have the verification or the subscription service on both, you'd have to pay twice over, basically. And what do you get for signing up for Meta's subscription service? So what you'd get is boosted reach. So your posts, whether it's reels or photos, you're going to get more reach on Instagram. Let's just talk about Instagram. So on Instagram, they say you're going to get increased access to customer support. So if something happens with your account, you're going to be prioritized for the help that you need. Historically, Meta hasn't really had a lot of customer support service in general. So we'll see what it looks like going from that to what they're now saying they're going to offer. Right. That's been a big complaint for people who use Facebook and Instagram, that customer service really isn't available to them. I guess they can now pay for it? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, this is in some ways sort of uncharted territory. And so we'll see, one, 
how many people are actually going to be willing to pay for this, and two, what enhanced customer support actually means. Like That is still something that I think remains to be seen. Another social media platform that has a subscription service is Snap. It's $3.99 a month. How is their offering any different from these other ones? Yeah, so Snap's interesting as well because Snap's has been relatively successful so far. I mean, it's only been out for about six months, but they have 2.5 million subscribers of this. And what theirs is basically is it allows you to customize the app. And so you can create custom notification sounds for your friends. You can change the wallpaper of your chat screens. You can pin someone as your best friend. So things that are sort of make sense for Snap, right? Because it's a messaging app. I mean, it's social media, but it's really a way to connect with your friends. And so a lot of the things that their subscription service offers are around more ways to connect with your friends. So you mentioned that Snap has already been pretty successful. I wonder what analysts are saying the overall feeling about these subscription services is going to be. Because social media platforms have been free for ages. I mean, are people going to want to pay for it now? This is completely new territory. No one's done this um, in the social media space at scale. So this is new. But I mean, Bank of America said last week in a note that Meta could have 12 million subscribers within a year. You know, if you talk to people, you can probably find people on both sides of this where some people say, "Okay, I don't want to pay for social media at all. I've never paid. I'm not going to start paying now. And these features specifically are not something I want to pay for. On the other hand, if you are an influencer or, or someone who is trying to get more of a reach on build a social media following on, let's just say, Instagram, you might be willing to pay to reach more people with your posts. Do you expect other social media platforms to follow this trend to come out with their own subscription services? I think it depends on how successful these are, right? And so, you know, we've seen estimates of Twitter blue. Outside experts have sort of estimated it's about 300,000 users are paying for this. I mean, if you look at how many users these companies have, so Twitter last publicly reported more than 230 million daily active users. So that's obviously a very small sliver of that. Snap's 2.5 million subscribers is less than 1% of all their users. So you're going to need to, for this to be a meaningful source of revenue for them, they're going to need a very large number of their users to subscribe to these programs. All right, that's our reporter, Megan Baborowski. Megan, thanks for breaking this down for us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And that's it for today's Tech News Briefing. For more tech stories, head over to our website, wsj.com. And if you like our show, please rate and review it. You can do that wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zoe Thomas for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. Build a stronger future with Veeam, the global leader in data protection and ransomware recovery. Protect and restore any workload, anywhere, anytime, instantly, and get comprehensive recovery and tailored solutions that scale with you. Visit VEEAM.com to learn more. Veeam. Radical resilience starts here.